0: Hi, I'm Todd Nathanson. And I am tired. <laughs> it is, uh, and I'm Lena Morgan. There we go.
1: Well, on the West Coast, where I am, the night is young. It is still 8.30. and
0: Bold of you to assume that time of day has anything to do with my <laughs> exhaustion.
1: No, I am quite tired as well, because we are podcasting, as we always do, the MTV Video Music Awards. Uh, at this point, our recaps of the VMAs, are as much a tired tradition as the VMAs themselves.
0: This is the fourth one. Did you know we're on number four? Uh, I mean, the, happy 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 fourth anniversary.
1: Oh man, I thought the VMAs were a tired relic when we started doing this, but it is. I think this has to be the worst one. I mean, things you said
0: do- you you said it. That's really. I think we should probably make this a relatively brief episode because everything we're gonna say for the most part is is bad. I, there were there were high points, but for the most part is bad.
1: Uh, an awards show isn't an awards show if it's not absolutely packed with stars. And for years now, the VMAs star power has been extremely lacking. It's rough out there. Like the, it's it's only for people who are they are trying to launch or stars who are fading. This year Cheech and Chong showed up for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I was there when they. I think they got a Video Vanguard Award the first year I watched in like Y two K.
0: Well, now they're. What was it they got this time?
1: The Icon Award. Right, it's some bullshit thing
0: they pulled out. No, their it was ads. something. It, it, it was global something. Global Icon. A, global. There Icon. you go.
1: Global. Global. I mean, they weren't new when I first heard about them in the year nineteen ninety nine literally
0: the 90s oh yeah they're yeah it's not news to anybody else that gen x is old but for this person who is at the very tail end of gen x it's brutal confirmation i mean um, yeah, watching so- them come in with a lot of real low energy the red hot chili peppers who if you don't know are kind of known for their energy
1: yeah they were not red hot tonight
0: they were well, it's certainly not in the performance part. Um, they did their acceptance speech at the very end. Was kind of
1: yeah. They intrigued. saved it all for the acceptance speech. Yeah, I forgot that they don't live stream it. Uh, they don't show it live on the <laughs> West Coast, so I missed the first like minute and a half, which turned out to be the best minute and a half of the show. I that, caught up a little bit later.
0: Hundred percent true. That is absolutely correct.
1: I mean, like. I've noticed that like award shows tend to be really front-loaded these days like they they start off big and like and just when you think it can't get any better it doesn't
0: uh, here's what I'll say. I think that's so true that um, I'm glad that I unlike you watched the pre-show because even the pre-show was in a weird way better than the actual show. Go on Well um, they had performances from uh, Sussex Santana. Uh, who have you? Are you familiar?
1: I know who that is.
0: So, I, I've so actually the,
1: listened to Saucy Santana's first album, actually, just the other day.
0: So they performed the, that booty song and they did another one called Too Much. And it was great. <laughs> Real good. Um, I'm trying to think. Look, they just had a bunch of people that were all there. They introduced Conan Gray, who was one of the first performers throughout the actual night. Dove Cameron did two songs, which were also. Really good. Going in, I just assumed that she was Olivia Rodrigo Light, and she may prove to be that in the long term, but she had a good performance. She won at the very end of the night for the Best New Artist, mm-hmm. and uh, she kind of won me over. So that stuff was all good. I think basically what I thought was the opening was pretty queer. Um They had uh, Blackpink come out and talk for a little bit. Monaskin came out and talked and were in a good mood before they lost later in the night. Um, I just, what I would say is that that hour and a half just seemed more upbeat. Uh, Like everyone was having a good time. I don't know. Really, the worst thing I could say about it was that DJ Khaled says, God did a thousand times in the pre-show, but he does that in in the main show too.
1: Yeah, that's his, I guess his new catchphrase. But he's got
0: a song. He's got a song it's called with that God title. Did, I, Yes, it's exhausting, deeply. I mean, um, like that's
1: that's DJ Khaled. He's you know he's always innovating. He's got
0: it. I believe what I, I wrote down somewhere. I was like, you know who did this? You know who created DJ Khaled? God did. Congratulations, <laughs> God. You played yourself.
1: <laughs> uh, sensible uh, yep. chuckle there.
0: That's. <laughs> You got me. Yeah, that's a that's a real mm, nice joke. Um yeah, I don't know. That's it. I think uh what's her, one of Olivia Rodrigo's uh oh, what do you call it? Um Love Triangle people was also at the pre-show. What's her name? Sophia Carpenter? Is that her name? Sabrina Carpenter. Sabrina. Was <laughs> it she was also there. I don't know what a what a time to be alive. Anyway, that was the pre. That was the pre-show. There were some nice people there, and apparently, Flea really likes the bass player from Monoskin, which he talked about during the pre-show. It just seemed like everybody was in good spirits, and then the opening of the VMAs happened, which was for about five minutes. Great, Jack Harlow comes out. He's doing First Class. That's like his big hit. Mm -hmm. Uh, It samples a song called Glamorous, which is a Fergie song. Fergie comes out on stage, sings the song. Unbelievable. Was not expecting to see Fergie. That was like the best surprise of the night, which I'll tell you, really tells you where the bar is. (laughs) It
1: was it was nice. It made sense. It fit. And uh, that song is great. That by which I mean, the Fergie song, not the Jack Harlow song that samples it. But.
0: Oh, I don't, I don't do not dislike First Class. I don't dislike that song at all.
1: Uh, it wore out on me real quick. I liked it th- the first few times, three or four times, and then... Uh,
0: and, and then Lizzo came out, and the LED, the LED staging behind her was amazing, which I would say was not that good throughout the show, but whatever they had set up with her, like maybe Lizzo had the time. But they actually sat down and figured out what it was going to be. She, like, interacted with it. There were a bunch of versions of her from behind that were dancing with. It was good. It was really good. I don't really think much of Lizzo's new album. I'm really sorry, Lizzo. Uh, But her performance was phenomenal. That song was great. Yep. All that stuff was really good. The two songs she did,
1: those are the two best songs on the album, definitely.
0: That's absolutely correct. And uh, I thought, oh, man. Is this going to be one of those times where I remember that the VMAs are capable of being great? Maybe this is going to be a fun night. And then something happened that I feel, I feel truly set the tone of the evening. Todd, do you remember what that was? Well, there was a rumor, I believe it first was posted in the New York Post, that the um, moon person... You know, the moon person is what uh, we call the moon man now, Mm -hmm. which is fine. They've been doing that since 2017. It still smacks of trying really hard to try and please people like me and uh, people like me going, sure, whatever. (laughs) Um, So they had a a moon person sort of like doll, like a a person-sized doll hung above the stage, and they very unceremoniously had the face of a celebrity superimposed over it occasionally say things and that celebrity is johnny depp
1: i'd heard there was a rumor that he was going to attend
0: yes that was the original rumor the actual reality was that he pre-recorded some stuff that they superimposed onto this basically mannequin and i believe the thing that he said was i needed the work i think that's what he says at the start Uh, And then there's like one other thing that he says, and I don't even remember what it is. I don't think we should give it a lot of time or energy other than to say it seems really cravenly and pathetic. To use him, it really made me wonder, like, boy, is that how low the VMAs have stooped? I guess the answer is yes.
1: I mean, what, uh, look, there's a good, I mean, like, from what I can tell, MTV put Johnny Depp on the uh, on the, the telecast to shit up. My mentions is the intention there to ruin my Twitter feed for the next few days. Look, well, I, they, well, you I,
0: know, they wanted attention. They're going to get it, I guess.
1: I mean like the, the, the depth stands are intense. Uh, I'm sorry. What a pathetically low point for both Johnny Depp and the VMAs that this was mutually beneficial for them.
0: It feels, and trust me, I very rarely say this, completely beneath us to talk about it more. Oh, I, beneath I mean, like, us, you and me. It is beneath us to continue. I, the king of the hangers-on, feels that it is beneath us, and I'm correct.
1: Let me let me just say, like, even if you are a Depp stan, even if you are a person who lights up at the presence of Johnny Depp, those fucking segments fucking sucked. They were extremely unpleasant and awkward. Like, they were just crickets from the fucking crowd. Like, what, like, how are we supposed to react to this? Ugh, okay, we're done with that. Well, uh, oh, no, one more other thing. It put me in a bad mood for the rest of the evening. So I apologize to Blackpink, I think, who performed next. Like, I was just, like, choking back a bad taste in my mouth the entire time. I was like, ugh, well, here we go.
0: Yeah, I don't really, I I, I was going to try and figure out what, what was the logic here? I don't care. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, the I logic is that Johnny you,
1: Depp could pay to get, he has very good agents. He has extremely good agents.
0: If uh, you say so. I don't, I, again, yeah. I I also saw him and was like, this is so exhausting oh. and pointless and boring. Uh, anyway. So um, some awards, uh, Lil Nas and uh, Jack Harlow won for Industry Baby as Best Collaboration. Mm-hmm. I it made me wonder what the timeline is, for like what what the beginning and end of the quote year are for the VMAs.
1: I think they have a consistent thing of like June to June or something like that.
0: Is I I I just it was between that and the fact that Happier Than Ever was somewhere on there too, and I just feel like. These are old songs. Gosh, these songs are old. I think they're Uh, more consistent
1: than the Grammys, honestly.
0: Wow. That's a weird thing to think, Um, but I'll take your word on it. And then DJ Khaled came out and yelled, God did, about 50 billion fucking times. He sure did. Again, congratulations, God, you played yourself. Blackpink uh F- Black- fine i i again you know what i'll leave it to you because i don't want to upset the whatever the, the blackpink stands are called
1: they're, they're called blinks
0: okay what did you think
1: i feel like blackpink songs are supposed to hit hit a little harder like every blackpink song i've ever heard is like being hit with a brick and that this one is a little more uh not that and it's a little it's fine i guess it's a, it's i i wasn't like super impressed but i wasn't like this sucks either. So
0: I, I think with, um, with songs in general, the rule of thumb is you've got to really catch people in the middle, in the beginning, somewhere in the middle and then at the end. And the thing is that, um, that song pink venom is not really strong at the start, Mm -hmm. but it picks up like three quarters of the way through, which is weird. And, (laughs) uh, and just from a composition standpoint, like, look, the human brain is stupid. If you don't grab somebody right away, you've messed up. You've got to, there's got to be a hook right from the start. It just isn't there. Um, I don't think it was a bad performance. I just don't think the song was particularly noteworthy. I wish
1: Lovesick Girls had caught on. I liked that one. Well, anyway. Um,
0: did you know who was on after that? Because they didn't really like mention the name of that guy. I think he was a Colombian. I'm,
1: oh, crap, I missed it. Because my internet was a there little was spotty. Two
0: guys that came out, and I know at least one of them was Colombian. And I feel bad because everybody else's name is written down here. Hold on, I'll look it up real quick. And I could not find who it was. Go ahead, look it up.
1: Oh, that was Jay Balvin.
0: So there was a giant CGI lady twerking.
1: Yes, there was. That is correct.
0: And there were also a bunch of other women behind him that were also twerking. And I want to say this because it's very important to me. I don't know why, but they appear to be dressed up as... The stormtroopers from Spaceballs. <laughs> Weird. I don't, I don't know if they realized they'd done it, but that's absolutely what it looked like.
1: And I don't know. I, I just ne- never enjoyed one of Jay Balvin's performances on these award shows. We've watched a couple together, and I know he's like the like extremely huge star globally. But I don't know. Like I, I his award shows just don't do it for me.
0: But then somebody won an award. Go on. Someone we know all too well. (laughs) Taylor Swift.
1: You know, they they rarely give out the long form video award. They've done it like three times in the entire history of the VMAs.
0: There's a whole billboard article that's about the history of the long form video that I would recommend checking out.
1: And uh, immediately I was like, there's only one reason why this exists.
0: Yes, it's to give Taylor Swift an award.
1: I thought maybe there was like, maybe they'd give it to Olivia also, just like as a way to get Olivia back. But it's like, no, there's no way. Like, give the VMAs this. They some, they somehow managed to get Taylor Swift in the building every year. I'm not sure how, but they do.
0: It's funny because you suggested that as soon as she got that award that she'd left the building, but in fact, she hadn't.
1: I I, I saw someone tweet that. And I was in like, fact, she was, she I, was I, I still there. I absolutely believed it, but nope, nope. She, uh, she made it to the end of the, uh, as, of the
0: as night. we will discuss. Yes. Um, yeah. And then something that I kind of noticed, this is the first time that it happens. So related to the pre-show, they did this stuff where they had what's called the push performance, which they do often. Mm-hmm. And I would say, I usually find in the past that the push performances are pretty forgettable. Mm -hmm. But I think a couple of them were pretty strong. And the first one was Conan Gray, uh, who did a song called Disaster, which is really good. I went and actually checked him out, who I I was not super familiar. And uh, I really liked it. I actually think a lot of the strongest performances of the night were these things that we got basically like like a minute or less of a snippet of.
1: Yeah, I I don't know too much about Conan Gray, but what I have heard I've liked. I don't know if he's got like a big future as a big pop star, but I... Uh, I think he's got some more success in his future.
0: I agree. And then we had a performance from Khalid with Marshmallow. that song, Numb.
1: I like that song. I, I thought that was one of the better songs of the night. One of the better performances of the night, at the very least.
0: It's a it's a good song. I wasn't obsessed with the performance. I feel like oh. it, it grew as it went on. But it is a good song. You're not wrong. Mm-hmm. Now, Harry Styles won for album of the year. I don't uh, really I mean, understand like, why it- Harry... Harry's house is not a great album. No oh, offense to Harry. It's it. fine. No, it's Oh, great. whoa. Jeez, <laughs> sh- I didn't say it was bad.
1: In a world where MTV was still relevant, Harry Styles would be at that show cuz he is like the biggest pop star right now.
0: He's one of the ones for sure.
1: Um uh, it's it's between him, Beyoncé and Bad Bunny. I I feel like
0: like and right- Bad Bunny was kind of there.
1: No, they will get,
0: but we'll get to it.
1: Yeah. Uh, then the, we get
0: to what is probably the best performance of the whole night. Absolutely. No doubt. Still very strange to me that we've reached the point in which Nicki Minaj is getting a video of Vanguard. She's time keeps on slipping, slipping, <laughs> slipping.
1: It's been more than a decade of Nicki.
0: I know. <laughs> and it, it hurts. It hurts me deeply, but Nikki came out and did like what I, what was it? Foo Fighters that did it last year. Or was it? It was the Foo Fighters, yes. Yeah, yeah. I always get confused because Busta also did it, even though Busta wasn't actually getting an award. It was an award-worthy performance. Why why was it that Busta didn't get an award? Yeah, I don't Um, know that. I'm still mad about it. But Nikki basically went out and did what Busta had done the year before. And it was great. It was really good. Nikki,
1: just on pure talent, deserves to be even bigger than she is right now. And like that was a killer performance.
0: She is so exceedingly weird. And the thing about Nikki is that I can't tell how much of the fact that she is not bigger is massage noir and how much of it is that she's just such a messy asshole about things it's really hard to tell. Right. Because she does. I mean, I literally was on Twitter right before the show started and she was tweeting stuff like just unfollowed three people. And it's like, who cares? Are you serious? What are you doing? Well, <laughs> stop. Stop this. You're Nikki Minaj. You don't you don't need to care.
1: Good Nikki showed up that night. She was on form. And every time she spoke, she was uh, she was delightful tonight. And I'm not just saying that because I live in eternal fear of her stands, but like.
0: It was good. I am still parsing the I wish that Whitney Houston and Michael Jackson were here statement that she had just written it down and was like, I'm going to say it out loud (laughs) that, you know, the comment about mental health. And I thought, you know, that's not not true. It's I can't tell if it was the kind of thing I was like, is this the space for it? When is the time for it? I don't know. You know what? I'll give it to her. (laughs) It was a. It was truly, I think, a pretty selfless thing to say from, you know, like a lot of famous people, someone who is a, a little bit of a narcissist, you know, like that's okay. You're allowed to be if you're that famous, I think. Mm hmm. I think that could have gone a lot worse. You know, she could have been like Madonna mentioning other famous people. (laughs) And I think she managed to duck that entirely. So yeah, it was good. And every time she came out, you know, she's a control freak. That's the one thing I noticed throughout the the night, because as they got further in her hosting duties, suddenly kicked in. They're like, right. Nicki Minaj is the host.
1: Like, can I, can I say like, uh, separate from her, the the show gets more half assed every year, and part of that was that they had three hosts, none of which seemed to do much hosting.
0: That's correct, because it was her, LL, and, uh, Harlow. and Jack Carlo. Yeah, and, and Jack Carlo like, really did not do anything.
1: He barely did more than any other presenter. It did not seem like this show had a host. And in fact, did LL show up again after the intro?
0: At the very end, he was there. That was it. He showed up twice.
1: And uh, again, speaking of uh, Gen X, LL, what are you still doing here? Oh, I mean, I. What is MTV still doing here? I guess. But
0: what are any of us doing here, yeah. Todd? What are any of us doing here? Um, yeah, and then Taylor Swift was there singing along to probably Superbase. One assumes. Yeah, she that, was as there as as well established. Taylor Swift really loves Superbase.
1: Yes, and uh, and Nikki thanked her specifically.
0: Yep, that was you mentioned. Uh, which I, you know, you said that they had had beef, and I, my response to that was, "Who has Nikki's never had beef with?" What was your answer?
1: Uh, it's six nine.
0: Brutal. <laughs> um, no, uh, it, it it was VMA related too. Their beef. Nikki- I believe it. No, it w- was. It, was it a Kanye related beef?
1: No, it was the fact that uh, like Nikki didn't get a lot of nominations in like 2014, 2015 or something like that. And she got angry and posted something like, oh, they only want to give it to skinny white bitches. And uh, t- I am paraphrasing. Taylor took offense to that. And said, like, I have done nothing but support you, even though she wasn't specifically named. And then it was like a scrap back and forth. And then oh, by, ta- by the end Taylor, of the night,
0: Taylor, Taylor, by the end of this <laughs> is, I believe that wait, isn't that what they call telling on yourself?
1: I, I think by the end of the night, they had like, they had, we we're posing like, okay, we're, we're cool. We're cool. We're cool. But then Nikki showed up on swish swish. So I kind of figured like, I guess it's that beef is still going, but apparently not. They were very happy for each other that tonight.
0: Happy to see it squashed. Yeah. Seems point. Seems pointless benefits. Nobody. <laughs> Uh Millie, there was another push performance came out that mm. was also good. Another occasion where I was more interested in the push performances, especially with what came next. That being oh, the God. NFT advertisement that was Eminem and Snoop Dogg in the metaverse. Oh, God.
1: Are we still doing this?
0: Let me be really clear about something, and this is the only thing that I have to say about the whole affair. There was an award, which they didn't even do. They, they like just mentioned at the end, which was Best Metaverse Performance. <sighs> Not only is that terrible, but the reason that's terrible is that at some point during this year, Soccer Mommy, one of my all-time faves re-recorded one of her songs in Simlish and has won nothing for it. And that's (laughs) bullshit. If you're going to give somebody a Metaverse award, you want to give it to somebody who literally sat down and was like, we're doing it in Simlish. That's unbelievable to me. That's way more work than just being like, I don't know, put me in Fortnite. Uh,
1: Well, that performance was awful. It was fucking awful and i know i mean snoop you know he's a prostitute he will take money from anybody eminem tends to not clown himself or at least not as often as this but like it it was just an aesthetic disaster there were fucking monkeys everywhere like the 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 metaverse people have to be running out of money at some point right like they cannot be uh, how much i haven't seen one of matt damon ad in a good few months, not since the bottom dropped out of the the fucking crypto thing. It's gotta stop. It's gotta stop soon. No one wants your fucking monkey JPEGs.
0: This is the turning point for the whole night. Not because I don't want to, this is not the NFT podcast. Um, So this is where it kind of, to me becomes a really boring, not good show because we got the, like I said, I think that you kind of have the Nikki stuff. And then we have a grace period that's around that. And then the Eminem and Snoop thing happens. And then they bring out the actress who's the star of the purple hearts or whatever, which is a Netflix movie that got a lot of blowback because it's basically like left wing and right wing people can, can not only get along, but fall in love and everyone. And also was like kind of insulting to soldiers and it's a whole mess. And like, I was like, "This is garbage," and then Best K-pop was kind of underwhelming, and then <laughs> uh,
1: they Ch- BTS didn't Chang. win for the first time in like the t- entire time they've been giving out the, this award. They gave yeah, it to one of the I, Blackpink girls.
0: Yeah, which was I don't you know maybe there's people who were excited about that, and I don't know, but regardless, then Chichin Chong come out. And let me tell you, I just don't even know what to say. I'm old as hell. So I have an appreciation for Tommy Chong and Cheech Martin but like Cheech Marin. Marin, Jesus Marine, Christ. Marin, I guess. Marin, no, it's fine. I I I'm tired. <laughs> so tired. And it's them and the Red Hot Chili Peppers and you'd think, man, all right. Red Hot Chili Peppers. I remember those guys. They're great. And then they were so bad. It was a bad performance. So boring, so low energy, so like I don't like Abe Simpson <laughs> has more energy when he yells at a cloud.
1: I mean, can't stop. I mean, they did two songs: the new one, "Black Summer," which is uh, I found a little underwhelming, and then "Can't Stop," which is you know, at least was a big hit back when rock songs still were hits, and it was weirdly slow. It was like
0: half tempo. It was just so strange. You know, I guess when they were done and they accepted the award, Flea came out and was absolutely wild and still goes hard. Like as an individual, Flea still got that energy. But as a group, maybe they just maybe they've been performing. Maybe they're on tour. I don't know. But boy, it was not a good performance from them. And that was... Really energy destroying for the rest of the night because it was that, and then, for some reason, BB Rexa came out. I just, I
1: don't know. That makes me. Feel, they BB Rexa feels less relevant than the Chili Peppers.
0: Well, BB Rexa has never been relevant, and I don't know why it is that anybody tries to make her seem relevant. I've That's never the ultimate it.
1: failure to launch pop star Miss Rexa.
0: I can't think of anybody who's more relevant on the face of the earth. And once again, I am the ultimate hanger on (laughs) and I am more valuable as a human being than her. Uh, And then like she was introducing video for good. Oh, an award that Lizzo won and basically came out and was like, I don't know what this is even for. Uh,
1: I thought I knew what it was for. I thought I knew what it was for, but apparently I was wrong because like, that's like supposed to be like the message song. Uh, of the year. And like about damn time is a fun song about feeling good. So if that's what video for good means
0: video for feeling good, I Uh, apparently, except for the fact that Lizzo and fucking knock it off Lizzo. I like you stop this where she starts complaining about the press People are allowed to not like your record. A lot uh, of us like you. Not all of us like this record that you put out. It's not the greatest, it's not the worst. I'm sorry.
1: I didn't I didn't think that was like the press she was talking about.
0: Oh, was it not? I just the thing is that I've seen her complain about things as pertain to the press mm. that are literally the press's job. <laughs> And every time she does it, it drives me absolutely insane.
1: Oh, I assume well, I mean, she's like stuck. If,
0: if if people are complaining, but if it's a body image thing, then yes, of course, it. No, I thought I thought I just thought it was like that. gossip reporters
1: because that's what uh, her last song was about rumors. Oh, which I mean, which is also tiring. But
0: I just you know I see her getting mad when people don't fawn over everything that she does, mm-hmm. and I wish you, would that's like you know whatever. She's an adult; she can do what she wants, but it's. Again, like Nikki tweeting about how she unfollowed three people. I don't understand the purpose and I don't see how it benefits her at all. Very strange, but, but fine. Lizzo won something. That's, that's nice.
1: Well, I don't know. It seemed like Jack Harlow and Lizzo are the exact level of like the height that the VMAs can get who are, Technically, I mean, they've had one number one hits this year and they are very famous. But it seems like they are not on solid ground The both of them. Like if they never had a hit again, you wouldn't be like super surprised. Yeah. Their popularity is fragile at this moment. Whereas someone like Taylor Swift, I mean, Taylor Swift will keep showing up, it seems like, but she'll never be on that stage again performing. That she's going to say that for the Grammys. And she may have gone past the Grammys too.
0: I mean, she certainly made a marketing deal with MTV to make an announcement at the end of the night, but that's about as far as it gets. But yeah, and then there was this whole weird, so they brought out, um, Anita. Anita. There is the song that she did. And I think she did another one too. You are a little more aware of her than I,
1: I mean, I know that she's Brazilian and that she, they've been trying to get her to launch in America for a while. Uh, it doesn't seem to be like, she seems to be, um, a step below the, at least in America, a step below, like the, the reggaeton girls like Becky G and Ro- Rosalia. But I mean, like she's very popular in the rest of the world. So who knows? All I know was like, there was a lot of ass in that performance that night.
0: Sure. Uh, I mean, she I shook mean, it I this mean, way she, she, and then she, she shook she, it the she,
1: other way. And the she, camera switch, she,
0: she covered it all. Mm-hmm. Um, when she because she won best Latin, mm-hmm. which is what they called. It. <laughs> it's a weird thing to say, best Latin. <laughs> um, so she won that, and then she came out in a different outfit. She she came out in the full little Kim, um, yep. which to me I feel that at every single VMA's somebody wins the little Kim award for one titty out, and this year it was Anita. Congratulations. Enjoy your moon person. Um, and that was that was fine. Um, but it was weird because Bad Bunny was up for that and you're like, what are we talking about?
1: <laughs> no, like that's that was Bad very bunny's strange.
0: like the like the biggest star right now. Like I would say Bad Bunny maybe the biggest star currently.
1: Yeah, that sounds right to me. It's either Harry or it's Bad Bunny.
0: I think right now Bad Bunny is yeah, is a little bigger, especially if we're talking internationally for sure.
1: Oh yeah, internationally, absolutely.
0: But I was like, hopefully they'll balance that out. Uh, then Monoskin came out and did their song "Supermodel," which I continue to just be totally baffled <laughs> by the whole. Those Monoskin songs are good. I don't phenomenon. know what I don't know
1: what your problem is. I don't know what what's holding you back. I'm-
0: it's just it's not that they're not good. It's just that I don't I don't look at them and go, man, I totally get why they're big in America. <laughs> Do you don't, know, does that make sense? Is that weird? I don't get it.
1: I get it just fine. I don't know what's not to get. I, I wish that song took off. I like it a lot more than begging. I got real sick of begging.
0: I bet you did. <laughs> um, then Nikki won with a little baby for best hip hop.
1: I mean, like it's going to go to the person in the room.
0: That's correct. That's what they do. Um, Nikki. I, I, they didn't to get talk, like talk a single other people? rapper
1: in there, did they? they, they, they I'm they, trying to
0: think. It was it was
1: light. It was very light. I mean, Lil Nas X was in the crowd, I guess, but. Like uh, Kendrick wasn't there, Drake wasn't there, Future wasn't there.
0: Yeah, uh, it was very. Little I gotta Baby say, very weird to me that Drake was up for so many awards. <laughs> Drake, Drake sucks. Anyway, Drake is still uh,
1: extremely popular.
0: Yikes! Sure. More um, push perform. boy. This is like it's really rough. Oh man, man. I did not um, like.
1: I did the the third push performer. I did not like at all.
0: Uh, wait. Are we talking about the? Jid dance now. Oh no! Jid well L- 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 was the L- third
1: one. That's right. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: Fourth was Lauren Spencer Smith.
1: Lauren Spencer Smith was one I was talking about. I've,
0: is reductive the word? I don't. I just have seen other stuff like it, except better.
1: I don't know. Like the Olivia Rodrigo ripoffs are rough. I am.
0: There's. I mean, again, like. Well, we'll come back to that uh, pretty soon. Um, Jack Harlow, one song of the summer. What would you say is the song of the summer, Todd? I feel like you have a better beat on that than I. What is the um, actual song of the summer?
1: It's either as it was, or it's about damn time as it was by Harris styles or about damn time. Lizzo. I mean, th- those two are I mean, a first class is, you know, at least credible. You can make, you know, it's not like some random thing that they gave out just because Jack Harlow was in the room. I mean, that is a humongous song this summer. So, I mean, it's, it's fair, but I, I wouldn't have given it to first class because I'm very tired of that song.
0: Yeah. But then we got something that actually matters. Artist of the year. Mm-hmm. And when I say it matters, I don't mean that MTV matters in any way, shape, or form. But the person who they gave it to does. Bad Bunny.
1: I didn't realize he was selling out Yankee Stadium. Like I don't even know why I'm surprised by that.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm not surprised at all. Yeah. Um, he was great. They basically, they gave the award to him and then cut to Yankee Stadium. And keep in mind that um, the MTV Video Music Awards are done in New Jersey now. And they have been for like the last couple of years. And um they had a bunch of people do stuff in Jersey. Um, they had they had people there at, at and then they had um Kane Brown who was not even at the location. He was someplace else and that someplace was Fort Lee, Fort Lee, New Jersey. Todd that was like that's like 10 15 minutes from where I grew up. take a drink. In the in the great state of New Jersey, not a place that I think of as being like, man, where you where all the stars come. Fort Lee, very weird. That's a very weird thing to do, and it reminded me that maybe some of the artists are not so big. And then Bad Bunny was at Yankee Stadium, <laughs> and everything was packed, and I was like, that's right.
1: Can I say I had not heard that Kane Brown song, and good God, that. Fucking
0: sucked. It was that, not, I, 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 that you could muster an emotion about it as a little wild to me. I mean, like
1: Caden, Kane Brown was a country singer and he came out, I mean, I, this is not like the first like crossover thing he's attempted. He's done many of them, you know, it's, it, so it's not like a shock or like I was, I, I mean that the song was genuinely terrible. It was fucking terrible. It was like the god awful Imagine Dragons shit. I, I, I really hated it. That was like the worst performance of the night for me.
0: Oh, uh, it's just a tough choice for me. <laughs> None of it was good. I mean there was there were a couple of okay performances, some decent stuff. Nicky was great, but mm-hmm. I guess anyway, what happened after that? Uh, yeah, Bad Bunny was great, of course, fantastic. I I, I love that um, there was a a moment in the show where he's singing and then. He kisses a woman to the right of him, and then he turns and he kisses a man to the left of him, and he kisses them both in exactly the same way, and then carries on. Great. Good shit. appreciate you. Well done, Bad Bunny. I'll take the win. Um, <laughs> I yep. know that, that uh, Bad Bunny's talked about being sexually fluid, which I don't know what that means, but I'm going to take the win.
1: Well, you he's, he's pretty outspoken about, like, being supportive. So he's uh he's an activist. So you know that's that's cool. He's a cool guy. Like I'm not a reggaeton guy, but I've heard that album enough that I uh, you know, I'm I'm pretty into it now. That's a sign of bigness. So big even I like it. Hmm. Like your and mom then, is your mom is next, your mom and dad.
0: I just and there yeah, like panic at the disco did a performance, like Billy Eilish came Billie Billy not Billy Eilish, she's, Billie Eichner. <laughs> <laughs> so two Billy Eichner. Billy Idol was there, cool. <laughs> I like the idea of like Billy on the street, but it's Billy Eilish. <laughs> um, anyway, so Billy Eichner came out and introduced Panic the Disco. I'll tell you, I don't know if there's ever been a band that's gotten that big that I've ever cared that little about.
1: I like Panic.
0: It's I it wasn't a judgment. I just for whatever reason I don't know, an like a bunch of that. the
1: Panic fans have been like bugging me to, you know, review the new album for train records and like, but everything I've heard of it I've liked. I haven't listened to the entire thing, but like what I've oh, I, I don't know, that sounded pretty good to me. And I, there are certainly panic songs. I dislike quite a bit, but uh, I don't and know. That uh, seemed fine to me. Yeah.
0: It was all right. Again, it was kind of a, kind of a generally underwhelming performance. Like it wasn't, I mean, I guess under, it was just fine. Mm-hmm. Nothing was great. Like except for Nikki, nothing was really great. Uh, and then they did the best new artist. They brought Avril Lavigne back out who won best new artist, Todd, 20 years ago. 20 years of Avril. Painful. <laughs> I remember her and I'd be like, who is this punk kid? Well, Avril, Anyway, he, he, here on the Lena's Old podcast. Um, Avril has aged very well and so have we. Oh, <laughs> that's a wonderful lie about us. Avril is, you're right about Avril. <laughs> Congratulations, Avril. Um, But Best New Artist went to somebody who, you know what? Another Disney star. Not really sure what's going to happen with her, but the the songs I've heard, pretty good. Dove Cameron.
1: I've only heard the one song and the song she played in Descendants 1, which is the only Dove Cameron thing I've ever seen. Rotten to the core.
0: I kind of like, I kind of like her. (laughs) I think I'm kind of pro Dove Cameron. And here's the other thing. Here's what I know. She seems to be in the good graces of Olivia Rodrigo, and that's got to be good news for her. (laughs) They seem to be on good terms.
1: Yeah, well, which which puts her
0: way ahead of Sabrina Carpenter for sure.
1: What I have heard of Dove Cameron does not sound much like Olivia Rodrigo. So,
0: but you could see the two of them linking up and supporting each other for sure.
1: Well, like I was going to say, you, you. at the time you said you her your initial impression was that she was just an Olivia Rodrigo wannabe and that is definitely not true.
0: She just feels like she exists in that space mm-hmm. like the Billie Eilish Olivia Rodrigo space of young women singers.
1: I mean they have similarities but you could you wouldn't confuse them with each other I feel like. The way that there are many Olivia Rodrigo wannabes that had popped up in her wake very quickly.
0: I think Dev Cameron's got a shot. I don't know how good a shot it is, mm-hmm. but I'm curious to hear more for her. from her. So I think her winning Best New Artist makes sense.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair too.
0: Um, then there were a bunch of things they announced that they didn't actually like have any fanfare about. Um, Song of the Year went to Billie Eilish. The Best Metaverse thing went to Blackpink. Best Group went to BTS. <laughs> so <laughs> BTS did win something. I was like, did they give out Best Album before
1: this year? I don't remember them ever doing that. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Oh, Best Rock went to Red Hot Chili Peppers. I also forgot about because they were there. Because they were there. So, of course, they got it. That's why it's not really remarkable. Right. And then Video of the Year went to exactly the person you would think it would go to, Taylor Swift.
1: Again, they did it because she was there and she was promoting her stuff. But like, I feel like that's a very credible uh, you know, award to give. Like That was probably the biggest video of... That twelve month period, certainly the
0: longest. Uh, you know what's so interesting about that is that I still feel as though a big part of what's made that successful is not even. I mean, the video is very good, but aren't people still thinking of her doing it that song at SNL? What do you mean? That live performance didn't didn't she perform this new version, this extended version of All Too Well at SNL?
1: Oh, yeah, I guess she did.
0: And then everybody talked about how it's about Jake Gyllenhaal and stuff. And I just feel like that was such a big moment. I remember people tweeting about it for like a week after. And I feel as though that has a big impact on this success. Like the video was good too, but I think that it really helped that she had a live performance that people were not expecting, right? That was like a huge shock that she did the full version at SNL. (laughs) So I think that that's sort of a thing that buoyed the success of the music video, which is good.
1: For, for me, uh, no, the, definitely the big thing was the the video. That's all I heard about. When are we going to get a 10-minute version of Shake It Off?
0: I don't know why you would put that into the universe, Todd. <laughs> why would you do that? Yeah, and then, I don't, I don't know, we could look it up now since it's after midnight for me, but... Um, she's got a new album coming out on October 21st. Apparently she was going to reveal more. I don't think that we really need to give free advertisement <laughs> time to Taylor Swift. She's looking probably going to be okay.
1: I'm looking at my Twitter right now. It's got excellent cover art. Cool. Yes. It's good to, good to know, I guess.
0: You should you, should, you should check out that new Taylor Swift album. Though, something you would never have done if we didn't really <laughs> yeah. recommend it to you here on song versus song. Well, um,
1: uh, I don't know. This was just a very deflating, long experience. And they were like, just parts that were so rough. Like the fucking bored apes.
0: Terrible. There. And the fact that Johnny Depp came back at least on one other occasion, I just don't, whom did who, who, this serve? I'm so agonizingly exhausted. And the very last thing that happened was Nicki Minaj, who had done really great the whole night, wanted to let everybody know that we did it we made it, and it's over. That being the pandemic. Uh, con- Again, this is this is this is maybe not the, the the podcast or the space for this, but we did not make it. Um, it is, in fact, not over. The pandemic is still on. Uh, we- I'm really, I'm really sorry, Nikki. I'm really sorry, Planet Earth.
1: <laughs> Congratulations, Beaverton High Class of 2022. We made it. <laughs>
0: It just it it had all of the the believability of George Bush with a giant mission accomplished mm. sign. Anyway, how long do you think these things are going to keep going? Five years? No, I truly couldn't answer. I mean, I do you feel like it's endured dark times in the past? It feels no, like it no, has to- no. I don't
1: think it's endured dark times in the past. Really? I'm not like this. No, absolutely not. Like uh, the last thing well the last time people cared was I don't know, when Kanye ran for president, that was like twenty sixteen or something like that, when he announced he was gonna run for president twenty eighteen. But like it's been just like a slow roll. Like I, I feel like as long as N T V exists, they'll probably keep trying to do it because it's the only thing they have. They have this and ridiculousness.
0: They sell a lot of ad stuff, you know, because it's like this artist is doing a thing with Burger King. This is this is the thing that we're doing with Craft Singles. I mean, even so the as as long as there are, as long as Craft Singles and Burger King are around, I think that they'll keep doing it. I mean, like even the ads
1: were sad. Or craft cheese? That's the that's the the sponsor with the highest amount of money they could get?
0: Todd, has it ever occurred to you that the reason you're asking how much longer the VMAs is? going to last is because what you're really asking is how much longer is the human race going to last? It's, it's, it's just, I mean, every, it's all around dark times. I don't know what to tell you. I'm hoping that the VMA is going to bounce back because it makes me feel that that means the human race is bouncing back. So I'm, I'm really rooting for the VMAs on okay, our I behalf. wasn't being
1: that fatalistic. No, Lena, that's not where I was going with that, but I did text you right at the beginning of this show that we don't have to do this.
0: Oh, I didn't know that's what you meant. I thought, I thought that you meant because I was saying that, um, Johnny Depp being on screen made me feel like I was in hell. And you meant like, we don't have to talk about Johnny Depp. No, and that was it. Not, we don't have to do the VMAs anymore.
1: I, w- I was serious, seriously tempted. I was, that I was genuinely asking. Is like, We can just tap out now.
0: Well, I wish I had understood that. (laughs) To the five people who listened.
1: I I feel like we're going to get to a point where our recaps of the VMAs get more views than the actual VMAs do.
0: I hope for the sake of the VMAs and all their advertisers that that is not true. That's pretty dark. That's bleak, Todd. That's bleak. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, it was bad. It was a really bad year for the vmas it made me really sad but hey uh on the plus side a lot of those push artists i think are absolutely worth your time um again that you got your conan gray in there you got your flow in there uh who else is in there the gid you said you yeah. liked yeah he's um,
1: gonna be big i think like really big
0: and uh, and uh, yeah again if you go back to the pre-show Saucy Santana was there if that's somebody that you're not familiar with you should definitely check them out and uh, same for Dove Cameron I think all of those people are pretty good any one of them might end up being big but that's it honestly that was my big takeaway was the younger artists the ones who barely got any time were the hungriest and the most interesting everybody else is kind of boring
1: All right, thanks everyone. That was the VMAs. We'll see if we're still doing this next year. We will be.
0: (sighs) (sighs) Bye. Bye.